Johnny, are you a cocktail or a beer man? Uh, as I've gotten older, I've become more of a cocktail drinker. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I will usually an old fashioned is my mm-hmm. standby. Okay. Um, not every place can make a, a white Russian for you. I found so. Hell of a uh, Caucasian there, Jackie boy. That's right. Um, what about you? I do love, I do still love beer. I just don't drink yeah. it in the uh, same quantities as I used to. I, uh, I think a, a, a beer is a good standby. Um, the beers that I drink are typically very, very, very heavy and high in alcohol content. Um, I, I like, I, I can't remember the last time I'm like, I want to go pound some beers. Like that doesn't really happen That's, anymore. No, there's um, other things that I <laughs> I enjoy yeah, consuming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I've definitely more than more than that. Yeah. Now, if I've, I have a drink, it's like I'm gonna have this drink because I want to enjoy this drink. Not let's get fucking wasted. Um, I have found a secret. Like, if you are if you're not just drinking like whiskey neat or anything like that, but if you want like a cocktail, um, I have found that doing bulk, it's like making my I get all my ingredients. And I've got a couple extra bottles around the house, and I'll just make like a bulk. Hey, do you like meal prep, but for drinks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, uh, that's not a bad idea. That's not the worst idea I've ever. It's heard. not. No, like just making like a batch cocktail. That way, it's ready to go. It's bottled up. If I want to have it outside of maybe like garnish, I can just put it over ice, and I'm I'm good to go. And it's been I, I do that a lot with um, a Negroni. Like I make bulk negronis all the time you you have made me several negronis it's a great it's it is one of the best cocktails in my opinion uh johnny it's been a long time since the two of us have been together this is episode 344 today is september 20th this is the second podcast that you and i have recorded this week uh we recorded with our other co-host chase last night he has taken tonight off i mean might as well since you took so many yourself and uh (laughs) You and I, it. Now, the reason we're doing, well, why are you doing two episodes in one week? Well, it's very simple. We're not going to be why? live. <laughs> why, Bobby? Why? Uh, we're not going to be live next week um, until Friday. I'm going to be traveling. So this episode, if you're listening to it, uh, we hope the future has been good to you. And uh, we are we are going to post. So if you're watching this, that's awesome. You're getting a sneak peek. But this will go into the uh the lineup of shows that we have next Friday. So we recorded a deep dive yesterday with Chase, which was a ton of fun. Tonight is the what you've been playing. We've got a lot to get through, a couple games to go into. I think we're going to talk uh, pretty and pretty loose and pretty uh, pretty open at the same time about Starfield. We've we've spent a lot of time with it. You haven't had a chance to talk about it on the show. I think we've both have changed our opinion on that game quite a bit. So we're going to get into that. But we got some big hitting uh, news to talk through. We've got an update on the whole Unity debacle. We're going to talk a little bit about Nexus mods and Starfield. Uh, we we got to talk about Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch. And most most importantly, there was a monumental leak with Xbox that we're going to be discussing too. So with, with, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot. There's a lot tonight to unpack. Uh, but we're going to get right into it. We don't need, we don't have time in this wonderful casual hour to, to bullshit. Johnny, what have you been yeah. playing with all this time that you um, have or you haven't been around here? Oh man. Uh, mainly Baldur's Gate three since I'm home uh, from vacation. Um, but while I was on vacation, I took 
I took my son's Xbox Series hang, S. Hang on a second. You're yeah. you're talking like a robot right now. Am I? Yeah. Is that good? No. Let's do a quick internet check here, folks. You are very choppy. Um, isn't there? Is there some setting in voice and audio for latency or something? It doesn't necessarily seem like latency to me, but could be. Because the internet, like normal internet, is fine. So mm-hmm. do you want me to leave the call and come back? Maybe quit Discord? Yeah, yeah. try that really quick. I'll, I'll talk to everybody right. while, while we wait right. on you. I'll be right back. Okay. Cameras are going to get messed up now. I'm Johnny. Apologies on that, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get into Starfield. I, I have had some strong opinions post-credits on that game uh here Um, he comes keep talking that any better Uh, you're very fragmented but i can hear you at least well we'll run with it let's see what we can get into let's talk about okay you've been playing Baldur's gate mostly yeah mostly uh which is one of the best video games i've ever i have ever played um and a couple of weeks ago, I, I took a long trip. I was gone for 10 days and okay. I decided I was going to take an Xbox with me. My son's Xbox to be specific because I only have an Xbox one. He's got the newer one. Um, and I was like, I'm going to use this to play Starfield while we're on vacation. And it was, I think, I think Starfield was the perfect game to play at the end of the day when I was kind of sleepy and I didn't want to pay too close attention to what was going on. And I just wanted to play a game and unwind and and zone out for a bit before I went to bed. Um, and I will say I've put about 22 hours into it. I think I'm a good way through the story. Um, and I, I think I should preface everything. I, I You and I are probably going to say, like, I don't think Starfield is a bad game. Um I just don't think it is as good as I was hoping it would be. Um, And because there have been so many other absolutely incredible, like this is one of the best things ever made games that have come out this year already really lays bare all of the, um, all the negative things that Starfield does. Um, and also, I just kind of wonder if I'm just kind of over the kind of game that they put out because I felt kind of the same way about Fallout 4. And you really liked Fallout 4, so I know you and I differ on that. But, like, it just something about it, it just didn't... I had fun. I had a lot of fun at first. And then the more I played it and the more I got annoyed by encumbrance and, like, how you you really are just fast traveling from place to place. There's no real compulsion for me to, when I land on a planet, go like exploring outside of the few like points of interest that it puts down for you. And even those, like it takes so long to go from walk out your ship, walk to the point of interest. And it's, it's another robot facility and the enemies are laid out basically the same and you're finding the same items. And then, Oh, what's that over here? Oh, it's a cave. And like it's someone said it it reminded them of Oblivion. And I think they're right because it kind of does the same thing that Oblivion did with a lot of its dungeons where they were just like copied and pasted 
And, you know, there was stuff to go do in the world, but it wasn't, it all kind of felt the same and all blended together uh, eventually. Um, and uh, I don't know how you, how you're feeling. Like, I think I, we're on this, a similar wavelength there. You've actually finished the game, right? You hit credits. Yeah, I hit credits on it. Um, I, I I did not see everything Starfield had to offer. Um, yeah. There was, there was this too much happening on the internet around you need to just mainline this game get to new game plus they made it sound like the greatest thing ever so i got through all the faction quest lines and then i was just like all right that's good enough for me i'm gonna get to the new game plus and then i'm gonna see i'm gonna play the real game and the the more i have i mean i I, i've wrestled with the mechanics of starfield far more than any other bethesda game and i think it's a very very poorly designed game from a quality of life standpoint here and let me elaborate on that uh we you and i and maybe a lot of our listeners or people watching right now or listen or even currently listening are from an era an era when we had to have multiple devices to accomplish one task like i it was not uncommon for me in the early 2000s to leave with some sort of uh camera some sort of Mm -hmm. media device to listen to music a phone batteries camera got your ipod video game phone all those things and you could you could do you could be fine you could have all that stuff with you and if you wanted to bounce between it you could make it work and you could have a pretty good time with it and it was fine nowadays we we can make we there's we have phones that can be all those things very easily and our quality of life has been vastly improved by the streamlining of all the things that we enjoy and bethesda Mm -hmm. is still making the same game like this is there's there's nothing really different to me like from the loop than some of their other games and yeah. it feels and old it feels yeah. old it 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 feels old in a lot of ways um i don't think that i think that a lot of the writing isn't really great no and like your your companions that you get they're all like they 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 all feel very bland um Starfield spends most of its time reminding you that it's a video game. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, like, I think that there is a lot there to enjoy in Starfield. If you just, if you just like get that other stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I think obviously like 10 million people have played it. Like it's, it's a very popular game. It's going to have legs for a long time. Like it's 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 going to be another Bethesda game, but uh, like it doesn't feel like as much of an event as, say, Fallout or Skyrim did. Um, And I just haven't had fun with some of it. Yeah. uh, Like the I got encumbered so quickly, I think within the first hour. Unreal how fast that happens. And. I like that is I I it's a mechanic I hate in any game, but like uh Baldur's Gate has it. I've never gotten encumbered in that game. I have uh, a few times, but I don't know, man. Like I what I want to say on that really quick if I could is I feel really fucked over when I open up a skill tree the size of the mm-hmm. one that is in this game. And the very first thing that I have to go and start to dump points into is 
weightlifting to make it to yeah. where I can carry more shit when there's a whole new mechanic that they have in, in Starfield that hasn't been in their other games, which is all around their ship. Ship building, ship flying, yeah. ship combat. And I have to go and dump bullshit and to make sure that I can carry stuff back. Like it's it's so cumbersome to to fucking fumble around with. If you want to go into your map and you, like you have to zoom in and out so much and yeah. you have to then like what doesn't make any sense to me. I could be off my ship on a planet where my ship is docked and I can open the map and I can go somewhere and say, take me there and it will. I can go into my ship and my ship can be docked. I can sit down at the pilot seat and open the map to, to figure out where I'm going. And it's going to be like, oh, you can't go anywhere until you undock your ship. What the, like, yeah. why, why do I have to do that right now when I can literally undock and take off from anywhere? Not yeah. to mention, when I tell you on the map, I want to go to this planet, to this landing spot, and you take me there, but then you stop in front of the planet and make me open the map again or open up my scanner and then choose to land on that after I've told you I want to go here. That mm-hmm. makes no sense. And then you land and you have, okay, I want to get out of my ship. I want to do that. Like you should just get up. Like you should just get up. There's so much time spent loading, waiting yeah. and going through your menus. It's, and it's, it's like the, despite there being hundreds of planets or whatever, like it feels like the smallest game they oh. ever made because I'm, I'm only walking short distances and then fast traveling wherever the next place I is, I need to go. So like part of the, part of what I love so much about, you know, Skyrim and, and fallout three was like the things that would happen while I was on my way to my next mm-hmm. adventure. And there is like when you load into a planet, like you might have a random encounter with an NPC or or space pirates or something. Um, but I I don't know, like the the fun kind of stop being there as much for me, uh, like yeah. towards the very tail end. And then what really did it is when I came home, because I was really high on it for the first week or so yeah. oh yeah you were talking this, this is a lot of fun um and then i came home and then i played Baldur's gate again and i was like oh man i don't want to play starfield anymore no I, like i've i've uninstalled it from my computer at this point uh because like liza p is out the mm-hmm. cyberpunk dlc is coming out and i think i think if this was like a a dry season so to speak for games like if if there wasn't if there weren't all of these other amazing things available to me or about to come out, I would probably be playing a lot more Starfield. Um, and I do have a couple of friends that are like way, way into it. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I think it's one of those things that I think it's, I think it might be like a me thing in a way, you know, cause like I did have a lot of fun. Um, yeah. and maybe that just hasn't gone away for those people yet. Cause my, uh, my cousin, Jared, keep sending me like ship builds and stuff. And he like, he's also like a huge, like he loves all of those other Bethesda games. And yeah. I'm just wondering if um, like fallout three and Skyrim were my Bethesda games and oblivion. I mean, uh, but I've kind of like, I've played as much of this type of shit as I need to play. Um, I, 
Say what you will. Deal. You get what I mean? Because like, you know, it is a new, it's Absolutely. like a sci-fi setting and stuff, but like, if I'm going to play a space exploration game where I'm like mining and like, you know, getting new ships and shit, I'm going to play No Man's Sky, I think. Yeah, I um, think, I think that's, that, the sky, it, it is more Skyrim than it is No Man's Sky. And I think that they really tried to show new things. I remember because everybody's like, well, that's just No Man's Skyrim at this point in time. Yeah. And They're, like, I, I think I think the shooting feels good. Yeah, it's fine. Um, like, I think it's probably the best, like, combat wise, best feeling combat that they've yeah, ever had agree. in one of their games. Um, And so, I don't know. I feel bad just like dunking on it this whole time because, like no. I said, I don't, I don't think it's a bad if game. You sung I, think, pra- I mean, I've, I've sung his praises a, a lot. I think it's a very strong seven. Like, I think it's, yeah. it's just, I think, but there's that, that duel in your head that goes, but wait, this is, this is from the people that made Bethesda. And so, my expectations, like, even though I, like, I had no expectations for this game really leading into it, but like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if, I think th- th- this might be kind of different to to call up, but I feel if you're looking for a, a game that's in space that has the Bethesda style to it, um, it came out a few years ago. I think the Outer Worlds. If you're looking for just a pure mm-hmm. sci-fi Bethesda, that game had better writing. <laughs> I think I, I think that game had far better writing, and I think the shooting feels fine in that game too you are going through space i mean it's not you're not picking galaxies like you were in this but i think the outer worlds is a far more enjoyable one of these and the other thing that we'll we'll be talking about uh, when we record the show again in a couple weeks but i think here in about 24 hours people are going to be leaving starfield for night city and yeah big 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 yeah ways so that is yeah that is just the 2.0 update and then the actual dlc comes out five days later yeah Um, i mean i i think that's gonna get but i'm I'm chomping at the bit man i I made my new character before we started doing the podcast um yeah so i i I finished it i don't think you're missing out on much right now a a perfectly cromulent video game if you have game pass check it out um I think if you buy it on Steam, you will be able to tell well within the first two hours whether or not this is a thing you want to yeah. spend $60 you, you, you get on, into it. $70, whatever it is. Um, and uh, yeah, I I enjoyed my time with it. I don't know where it will end uh, yeah. up on my list come end of the year. Uh, there's a lot of really, really great stuff that I feel much more passionately about um, that has come out already. Yeah, and I assume will come out. We still got Spider Man. You got. Uh, we're getting Assassin's a new Mario Creed. game. Yeah, that new Assassin's um, Creed's getting some pretty good buzz right now too. Yeah, so I got Space Marine two, and a lot of really fucking cool indie games also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, video yeah. games. This is this is. A, I good think time. maybe in another year this would be like. Remember how uh, in 2014 Shadow of Mordor won? Yep, a bunch of and it, like. That seems, hmm. but then you look at what else came out that year. I think if like Starfield came out in 2014, it would have felt like it was more cutting edge. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I get that, man. Um, uh, so I've been I've been playing some shit too. I I, I actually beat Baldur's Gate three. I'm gonna yeah. bring that game back up really quick. Uh, I Carlac West Girl. 
that is one of the coolest things I've ever experienced. I I have I fell in love with that that game and I fell in love with those characters. Um, I mean, you could today you could probably toss a coin and ask me if I liked my crew in the Normandy or if I liked my crew on uh, in Baldur's Gate more. And I I just I cannot stop thinking about. I feel like I told the perfect story. Like I I, I crafted a story I'm so satisfied with, yep. and I. I got to I feel like I wrote my own fantasy and that feels fucking awesome. Like, I feel like I just wrote a fantasy that I got to narrate, dictate, play through and experience and be surprised by. And I I fell in love with it. I just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, We'll talk obviously a lot about that game we have played and we're going to be playing it uh, on our streams, but I fucking loved that game. And uh, something else that I've been checking out, Johnny, that just came out that uh, I think is really fucking slick is a game called Gunbrella. Let me pull up some yeah, information on that. Yeah, I've been seeing you playing this the last couple of nights, and I wanted to know what it's about. Yep. So Gunbrella, uh, it just came out, uh, published by Devolver Digital. It's $15, and it is made by Doinksoft. Uh, have you ever heard of a game called... Uh, Gato Roboto. It's a little black and yes. white. Same mm-hmm. developer. Oh, okay. Same developer. I think I, I think I might have played that. Or did Chase talk about that game? It feels like a, cha- a Chase game. Chase did, did talk, talk about, about it. it. Chase did. Okay. Um, this is a game that I've seen people compare to Celeste. And while mm-hmm. I think that's more on the, the fluidity of movement, this is a uh-huh. side, side-scrolling 2D uh kind of a grindhouse game. It's got a ton of style to it. Uh, and you have an umbrella that's a gun that you can upgrade, but you okay. can also use this umbrella to traverse. And so um, the way that you could like dive and jump and glide around in Celeste, you can do those same movements with this gun. And there's okay. a really cool story, actually like choices matter stuff happening where you might find an item on a quest that two very differing parties both are requesting and there's consequences on who you give it to and who you don't give it to. Um, it has that snappiness to it when you're shooting it. So like you have a shotgun that is infinite ammo, but you can upgrade your gun and your ammo that you put into it. Uh, the writing has been really well done. The color palette and the styles that they're using and just bouncing around. I think if you see it in action, you'll get the Celeste reference with it. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm playing the trailer on the Steam okay. page right now. And it's, it is a, it's a mood. Yeah, it's dude. Got some like meat boy vibes to it a little bit. Yep. yep. It's got a lot of things that it pulls from, uh, and it feels incredible. Um, I've been playing this on handheld and it's a, a goddamn dream that way. Uh, I, I plan on playing a lot of this when I'm traveling next week. But uh, Gunbrella so far has surprised the hell out of me. There, I, Chase and I actually checked this out um, on a Next Fest stream we did on Casual Mondays. And uh, the synopsis here is like to uncover the dark secrets of a gritty, tang- uh, tangled metropolis and battle diabolic villains with your trusty Gunbrella, a bulletproof brawly that doubles as a firearm. The other thing that's really cool about that is, is that you can parry with it. So mm-hmm. as enemies shoot, if you open your umbrella as a shield at the right time, it will reflect back onto the enemy. 
and uh, it does some really cool shit, man. I think it's got a really good film grain over pixel, which looks neat. And they've got some good shadow and lighting effects that happen. Mm-hmm. But a game like this is made, it lives and dies by uh, the way it feels. The t- the, like there's a, a tangibility to it, uh, a responsiveness to it. And all the guns have a good chunk to them. Like when you're when you're shooting things, it, you feel it in the game, which is great. Uh, I can't say enough good things about the style and, and feel of Gumbrella. It's fucking awesome. Okay, well you you've convinced me. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, do you have um, Rihanna's song "Umbrella" playing under your head? my Gumbrella? Brother? Uh, yeah, all the time. Okay. All, all right, the cool. time. I don't know if it's still the case. Um, I, I, I mentioned the developer earlier, Doinksoft, having a Gato Robato with this as well. Uh, if you bought it on Steam, you got both mm-hmm. of those games. Oh, so cool. they they bundled in the those games together. Uh, at, and I, they don't even advertise it that way. I just like when I downloaded it, I saw it was in my library. I'm like, oh, shit. OK. Um, and that worked out really, really well. So th- I've been uh, I've checked right out on, a few dude. other things. What's uh, what's that? I said right on. Yeah. Um, I've got some th- stuff queued up for this trip. I'm looking forward to giving some hot takes on in a few weeks. But for the time being, it's mostly been those two things. Uh, I talked about Chance of Sonar yesterday, so you can hear that on last episode. And that's what I've been up to. Are you uh, are you going to test Cyberpunk out on the Ally? I already have. Not not with this update. Um, I was getting very good performance on the Ally with that. Um I think it runs pretty well on the Steam Deck uh, as well. I uh, pretty cool that you can play Cyberpunk on a handheld. Yeah, I I will be playing that. Um, This is not like a brag, but I I have a very competent 4090 and I've been chomping at the bit. (laughs) I've been chomping at the bit to check out their lowly 3080 Ti peasant over here. Well, they've got that really cool new cool kid on the block. Well, maybe that 3080 will fix your fucking internet. Goddamn Johnny Silverhands <laughs> is what you sound like right now. I feel like I'm glitching out in cyberpunk. Um, Johnny dial up. Johnny dial up. There it is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to check it out on my computer and I'll probably, I, I beat that game again last year. I'm probably going to roll a new character after talking to you about it. Johnny, while you were out, uh, yeah. Just because your internet's a little shitty right now, I'm just going to run through the news and let you comment okay. in. Um, Unity, I, I, I don't know if you were following along with all the bullshit that happened with that. Oh, uh, yeah. Very quickly. So Chase and I, two episodes ago, we talked a bit about the updates that were being proposed to charge per installs. And a lot of developers took to Twitter to express a much uh, validated fuck you to unity, but unity has since, yeah. uh, they've heard the feedback, Johnny, and they, oh they're, my God. they're sorry. I hate, like you recall like a larger fuck up than this in recent times with, with games. Like, uh, I mean, this is a pretty big one considering have, how much unity yeah, is you can, installed. Like, Terraria came out and said, fuck you. <laughs> like, I know. Terraria, that game is massive. Yeah. Um, I think it's been, it's been really cool to see all of these uh, indie devs who have used Unity uh, to make their games um, like use 
the much louder voice that they have to stand up for, you know, people who make very, very small games using that engine and like the the bar graphs and stuff that people had extrapolated to show like, hey, this is like they would take more yeah. than what we made off like how how did this like are they just is the CEO just have that much fucking hubris that well, it's like, the same guy that told you that said that people should be charging to reload their guns. Um, he's XEA. The the whole thing here, like not to bury the lead too much, they they wrote, "We have heard you. We apologize for the confusion and angst the runtime fee policy we announced on Tuesday caused. We are listening, talking to our team members, community, customers, and partners, and we'll be making changes to the policy. We will share an update in uh, the future." So, they're. It's a non it's a non committal answer. They're still gonna try and charge people more money and yeah. a lot of developers like have made see it how far they can walk it back. Yeah. And what what people will tolerate. But I don't know, man. Like this this has been so egregious and it's still like every day it seems like someone new is coming out. Like they're this they're hasn't not gonna just, stick around. This hasn't just left like at least, you know, no. the spheres that we interact with online. Um like it's it's this ain't going away. You have destroyed the trust there like forever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like it's it's been it's, crazy to see. But like uh, also, do those people get humbled at all? Like like that guy's just gonna go on to another CEO job somewhere else. Like Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think Unity it's gaming when when there's a universal panning of something in gaming people tend to like not recover too much because there's always going to be like splits on how people look and feel but when there's a universal like not only from like the development but the compute the community too it's like yo fuck fuck right off and the to your point like there's already been plenty of the announcements from developers that i've seen where they they said we've been looking for a reason we've lost faith long ago this isn't anything new and they've said we we're either scrapping projects which really fucking sucks mm-hmm. and teaching or, ourselves uh, or uh, there's i think was it um the people that made uh slay the spire didn't yeah. they say they're moving engines yep like entirely yep, yep. which is going to delay their next game for who knows how long but like also damn you got you got to do what you got to do that game um, sold a lot of copies. I know. So. I know. Uh, speaking of more bullshit from a very online presence, uh, uh, as you we, we discussed, Johnny, while you were out when Jiggy was filling in, we talked about the bo- the initial fuck yous that we had to say to folks who were upset that they included pronouns in Starfield. And uh, somebody on Nexus Mods decided that they were going to make a mod that removed the pronoun functionality altogether. And Nexus Mods pushes back and they say, hey, we ain't here for that bullshit. We're open. And that is not allowed. And they just straight up said that mod is banned. And that yeah. caused quite quite a, div- a divisive response, as you can imagine. Um Why? Why do people put so much energy into that? Uh, you know, I, I've i heard the response, like, if I were to say to you, it's a non-issue, and then the response I've seen is, well, if it's a non-issue, why include it at all? And while I think that when I, when I say it's a non-issue, 
Yeah. Here, here's what I mean. I look at it. I'm very okay with it. And I move on and I play the fucking video game. That's what yeah. I mean when I say it's a non-issue. Like I know it's an issue for to, to like fight. It's not, it's not affecting me at all. No. Uh, I don't know. I, think I don't care, dude. I think people are yeah. fucking weak. And what I love about it. People and, just like to get upset. Well, I think it's important for people to know when they are paying people directly. So there's been a lot of shit with streamers lately mm -hmm. that get directly paid by people that they entertain. That is a, that like they're, they're sharing it sure. with, with Twitch or YouTube, but I a can kick. choose, I can choose to pay them Rumble. and people should be informed on what they're, what they're supporting. Like you have a platform, you need to be, able to be uniquely you, I suppose. But I also think that um, I wouldn't want people not to feel comfortable viewing or listening to us if yeah. they didn't agree with us. You know, it's mm -hmm. anyway, fuck it. Fuck you. If you don't think that that is it, fuck you. If you think this is a big deal, like, and you should just be happy. People are playing games. That's what I'll say. Unless, yeah. <laughs> unless Johnny, Ooh. The game that you choose to play is the Chase Kinnicky darling Nintendo Switch version of fucking Mortal Dude, Kombat 1. This, this is, shit. Oh, man. This is going to go on sale for like $10 and I will buy it. I don't. Just, I, I, I didn't put it in our show note, but apparently Ed Boon has come out to address this. Yeah. Uh, were, were you not aware, Ed? Basically saying that they're going to fix it. You run the fucking company, bro. And here's the thing, um, dude. I don't think this falls completely on them. He works for WB. He does. Yeah, I know. It's like a, it's it's not Nether Realms that made this version of the game, right? Like it's some other studio, I assume, uh, mm -hmm. that they pawned it off to. That's usually how these things work. Like, uh, I think, dude. I. But do you, do you remember? Like so do you, bad. I don't know what year it was. I think it's less than ten years ago the woman who was trying to clean the Jesus painting and uh -huh. fucked it up. And then she just tried to fix it. Every time, Jesus? every time I see the side by sides, I just think about the potato Jesus, like that yeah. one, of, well, the one where Johnny Cage has the glasses and he's just <laughs> doing whatever that was. Like I, I can't look at that and not just fucking chortle. <laughs> it's so it, it's so bad. I know that the game it's I can't believe that it's running on the switch to begin with. And that's the thing you know, that I've heard is it, it is, actually does pretty good when it runs. It just looks it is bad. A, uh, a storied history of shitty versions of Mortal Kombat being on the Nintendo console. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. It's man. I'm probably going to buy that game, but definitely not for the switch. I will. Oh, yeah, and, and look, like I know that there's been leaks about the next switch and people have been uh -huh. saying that it's it's running equal to the PS4, which that's cool. Yeah, but it's this, this ain't it now, baby. I'll tell you that no. much. No, um, <laughs> like, yeah, I was I, I had no idea there was even going to be a switch version. I just assumed this is like <laughs> I, I thought it was next. I thought it was current. Yeah. gen. I should say well, not this and the switch. I mean. The switch was more on par with the the generation prior. Um, uh -huh. It wasn't even yeah, it's like, like a, it's like a goddamn 360. Anyway, 
that's if you haven't seen it, go look at those pictures. They're very silly. Um, I'm, I maybe I'll do something with the album art for our, for this episode. Uh, all right, Johnny, we have. Uh, I I don't know how much I want to talk about this because I mean I think we have it's, to. I mean, it's thirty eight terabytes. How much are we really going to be able to get through? You know, uh, we're we're referencing what I feel is arguably the biggest leak I've ever seen when it comes to gaming. I mean, this is I, massive. Yeah, dude. Like as far this, as like self-inflicted, because this was Microsoft that did this. Like this is. I thought someone, Phil. I thought Phil's already said it wasn't. I thought this came from the FT, FTC stuff. Someone at Microsoft was sharing it. Okay, and that's to happened. the court or something. I think. Yeah. And uh, I assume for like discovery purposes, they have to share their sh- what they know. Th- for, like th- this anyway. Like, yeah, it was a fuck up. On it was, some a, they it put, was a major they fuck it, up. They put it on a public facing website. Dude, they and have so much details man. in here. They've got not only uh, stuff about the future, but they don't have anything from uh, Xbox Game Studios. It looks like any of the game stuff is only around Bethesda, but there's some pretty delicate emails that came out. There is very detailed updates on the next Xbox Series X when that's coming out when they're going to have their next generation come out a handheld like all kinds of crazy shit that yeah uh phil uh, a trash can shaped series x without a disk drive yep phil phil took to twitter uh last night and he posted we've seen the conversation around old emails and documents it's hard to see our team's work shared in this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be excited about right now and in the future, we will share the real plans when we are ready. And that feels very reminiscent of how Rockstar addressed how they didn't want to show off Grand Theft. I mean, because like you can't deny it that that was Grand no, Theft Auto. What, what company wants this kind of shit no, out is, there for public bad. eyeballs? Like this is a huge, it, huge fuck up for yeah. for Microsoft. Like this, mm, like people are going to be pouring through this for months, years. Like yeah there'll probably be books written about like what they found in these leaked documents. Um, it, it's, it's intense, dude. Yeah. Like it's, but it's also, it makes for a really fun news day because things like this happen so infrequently that like to get a glimpse at like what these people are really like when they're communicating just between one another um, is always fascinating. The, the controller design is very interesting that they, so they've got a new controller that's going to that. be Wi-Fi connected, mm. fully haptic. Yeah, yeah. They also have on top of uh, an actual like handheld in the works from what this looks like. They've got a mobile attachment. Uh, they talked a lot about the the new Xbox that Johnny mentioned. There is a all-digital Series X that has some pretty impressive specs on it. It certainly feels more like a Pro model than it does a brand new Xbox um yeah. like it's it, not it's not like a new gpu or anything like no that. it sounds um, it sounds like, it's like next the slim year. version of yeah what they would do uh you know man i i keep toying with the idea of getting an xbox series x to have downstairs to play game pass games i but, 
if they had like a, the, I know that they had scrapped, like Phil came out and said that they scrapped it because they couldn't get the price point where they wanted it. But if they had like a, a fire stick equivalent for just cloud mm-hmm. gaming, I probably would do that for downstairs, but I can get the app on my TV. Um, I can't, I can't get it on mine. I have thought about doing, if I was going to, I don't think I get an X. I probably should. Cause I got a nice TV downstairs for it. Yeah. But I, if I was That's going it, to play man. something, I get, I got that 65 inch screen downstairs and I know I love playing games on it. Um, but I just can't uh, justify it. I just, I, yeah, I know me neither. I got the PS five. Well, and the ally does a really good, uh, upscaling. And oh, so nice. I can hook that thing up and it, it can push internally right now. It can do, you know, the screen supports 120, so I could probably get some good performance out of that guy if I hooked it up downstairs. But yeah, man, I, I feel bad. I, I do feel bad. Um, but there's some really fascinating stuff in here that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, know. you would hate for this to happen at your company. Um, yeah, because it, it don't look great. It doesn't uh, look great at all fucking wild i i can't get over it like i mean i honestly like i was reading through it yesterday mm-hmm. and my mind was just like because i've i've been at a company when i mean i worked for apple when the iphone yeah. 4 got leaked yeah and in, like in <laughs> in gadget never has gotten an invite to anything ever again because they ran the story and i just have to wonder like I don't think anybody is as petty as Apple, but I think that um, that was a massive leak. Like, cause people were putting that under a microscope and like, it was very weird. This here is like, it's basically like they leaked their sex sex tape. Like it's fucking yeah. crazy. Um, <laughs> but so they anyway, did it to themselves. They did it. Yeah. They wanted the, they wanted the likes. Um, Johnny, is there any other news stories that we we should cover here tonight? Anything that we uh, haven't discussed? I don't think so. Let me do, let me do one more let pass me, over uh, something. Yeah, let's. Um, there's been lots of layoffs. Yeah, there at, was uh, from the Embracer Group studios, like Criterion. I think mm-hmm. layoffs. Um, we talked about those a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a big one: the FTC settlement for Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can get players can now get a pretty big refund. Uh, there was a big historic settlement, um, a, a biggie if I, I don't know all the specifics on it, uh, but who's eligible if you were charged in-game currency for uh, for items you didn't want between January of 2017 and September of 2022. Your child made charges to your credit card without your knowledge between January 17 and November 18. Uh, your account was locked between January 2017 and September of 2022 after you complained to your credit to your credit card company about wrongful charges. So it sounds like if you were a parent that had some kids get some V bucks, you might get mm. some money back. Dude, I I'm such a sucker. I do the whatever the monthly thing is. Yeah, but you'd never ask for V bucks because I do that. So yeah, it's it's. I think it's a fair trade. Fair trade off. Um, oh, there's a story here. Where'd it go? Oh, the oh shit! The um, the guy from um, uh, the people that made oh god, the Dead Space like oh Callisto Protocol. Yeah. Uh, the head of that studio is leaving. 
Did you see um, the game that we tried playing earlier this year, Wild Hearts? They mm -hmm. they're, they're basically shutting it down. They're not going to do any more updates to it. Oh no, sh no shit. Yep. I thought did that game not do okay? Uh, no, it, it underperformed. And then the other thing that just I saw an announcement for today, the Evil Dead game is ceasing um, further yeah. expansions. They're not going to. They've scrapped their Switch port. They said that they're going to keep the lights on and they'll address any big breaks in it. But it sounds like that game didn't have the legs that. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the other one was the. What was it? Atlas Fallen? That mm -hmm. studio are like laid off a large pop, uh, portion of the staff. Yeah. And that, um, oh, fuck, what was the name of that? It was like a fantasy FPS. Is that the, uh, the one that just came out from EA? Mm hmm. Yeah. Is it not doing good? No. It, <laughs> like oh, it really? Had, it had like 700 concurrent players on Steam. Did you see the shit about Diablo 4 in South Korea? Mm -mm. So you know that South Korea is like huge when it comes to supporting Blizzard, like on an esport level. Yeah. Like they've got like stadiums built for it. They threw yeah. an they Fucking threw Starcraft a, is gigantic over there. They threw a massive event for Diablo 4 and it was crickets there, dude. They they and they really? cut they cut the live stream off because one of the esport guys that was there made a comment about like how how there was nobody there while live, and they just shut it. They shut it off. Oh my um, god! Oh, that's so embarrassing. And uh, I think that it's now fallen. What was the? Uh, there was a god. What was it based off of? Um, Jesus Christ! There's a Dota card game. Or it was based on Dota. Mm -hmm. It got it, yeah. they shut it down, right? You know what I'm yeah. talking about. Mm -hmm. That has more viewers on, on Twitch than Diablo Four. Oh my god! It's Ooh. it is the biggest fall from Dude. grace for a, a series I I think I've seen. Like That's people, crazy. like it's crazy how little people are watching and playing that. It it's like almost it's, like Marvel's Avengers. I stopped having fun, man. Oh yeah. That it got like, to be too much of a grind. It was not. Yep, not a good time. I don't know. It's like it's hard to put my finger on. But it just, I just was like, man, this. I don't. I don't want to play this. This is kind of a drag. <laughs> yep. All right, man. I got to see it credits. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Alrighty. Uh, we've had a lot of fun stuff this week. We've had two episodes of the show that you've been able to watch live. Uh, episode three, four, th uh, th three, four, three, and three, four, four. Uh, we also had a quick look go up for damn. Uh, we had a quick look go up for yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now let's see you clear those, clear them. Uh, and then we have one for Starfield going up back when we enjoyed it more. And uh, we also have a new stream going up on Friday for uh, Casual Fridays. So we're gonna be checking out Payday Three. So tune in on Friday night to hang out with me. Johnny and uh, a friend of the show, Jason, as we go into some heist. Johnny, we made it work. Not even, not even an actual casual hour tonight. Ooh, but that should make up three quarters of an hour. Well, you know, when you've had a few weeks of Jiggy and Chase, they are long yeah. episodes. So we thought everybody could use a little break tonight. Uh, we'll be back live with this show in a few weeks. We'll be back live together Friday night, and we'll talk to you all then. Take care. <laughs>